The Red Sox bullpen once again blows the game in the later innings. What a tough one to watch. What's up, Sox fans? Welcome to the Locked On Red Sox podcast. Thank you so much for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen of every single day. I'm your host, Massachusetts Pirates team insider, Jake Inazuski. I'll be riding solo today, and uh, what a tough game to watch, at least in the later innings. It was fun to watch during the beginning of the game. But I'll not only recap the craziness that happened on Wednesday night, but also look into the Thursday night matchup of the third and final game of the Red Sox and Angels series. But buckle up because uh, it's time to rant. You are locked on Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I had to honestly take a breather before pressing record uh, for this episode because I honestly don't know what I just watched. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun to watch for the first nine innings of this Red Sox and Angels game two of the three-game series. But, wow, the Red Sox really need to find a closer. This, if, if you heard last week, I went on a – little bit of a rant about how the Red Sox need a closer and how this closer by committee is not working whatsoever. And uh, yeah, the Red Sox have yet to figure out their closer situation or really their reliever situation going into those later innings. But let's look at the positive side of this game. Starting off, Garrett Whitlock was on the bump for the Sox pitching five innings and struck out the first of the five, or excuse me, struck out the first of the six batters uh, that he faced. Also had a perfect game going into the fourth inning. And three of those batters that he struck out to start the game uh, were Trout, Otani, and Rendon. And I think Alex Cora listened to the, our episode yesterday, and I think we sort of convinced him to allow Whitlock to go five innings. And he looked so good. Uh, on the bump for the Red Sox starting the game. And what 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 do you expect from a guy like Garrett Whitlock? He's looked so good ever since he put on a Red Sox uniform. He honestly is pitching like a veteran, and he's only in his second year. It's, it's very impressive. Uh, ultimately, in that fifth inning, he allowed a two-run home run to Max Stassi. Uh, but overall, five innings pitched, two hits allowed, two runs, and he struck out nine. And, you know, that's something that Lauren and I really stressed yesterday. We, we wanted the Red Sox to uh, allow him to go five innings, see what he had, give him the experience uh, that he needs to get if the Red Sox want to continue to stretch him out as a closer. You know, five innings is the most he's ever pitched in his MLB career. And, you know, I, I completely understand why they have been waiting to allow him to you know go that long uh because of his just coming back from tommy john surgery uh from a year and a half ago and so i get it 
but at the same time, the kid needs experience. Uh, the, the only way that he's going to learn is if he has the experience of being able to go late in games. And you can't only allow him to go three to four innings and expect him to be a good, reliable starter that is going to be able to help you go deep in the games. He needs that experience. And uh, boy, did he show that he can go five innings and pitch very well. As I mentioned, had a perfect game through four. And uh the Red Sox pitching was dealing for the first nine innings, struck out 14 total Angels batters and only allowed three hits. And, you know, uh, in the first nine innings, uh, they had only allowed six total hits uh, over the last two games. And it's, it's pretty crazy to really realize what happened uh, after that ninth inning. Um, you know, looking at it right after Whitlock, Austin Davis came in, struck out the first three batters, then allowed a home run to Anthony Rendon over the monster to tie the game 3-3. And then, you know, going into that bottom of the eighth inning, we saw Devers uh, start the inning striking out looking. Then Xander Bogart poked a slider up in the zone on down to Lansdowne Street uh, to give the Sox a 4-3 lead. Then... Robles came into close. I was confident, uh, but he didn't really look that great to start off. You know, he, he looked uh, pretty wild with his pitches. Uh, then we also saw uh, him strike out to start the inning. Tyler Wade uh, walked Mike Trout. And as I mentioned, he almost hit Shohei Otani a few times. So he was, he was pretty wild there on the mound. Uh, but then a questionable call by Cora. I, I get it in the moment, but obviously looking back, wasn't the right decision whatsoever. Uh, first and second, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, two outs, uh, top of the ninth inning, and you decide to put Jake Diefman in. And ultimately what that led to is, uh, and the near end, or excuse me, uh, Jared Walsh ended up singling to score Mike Trout to tie it 4-4. And that ultimately led the game into extra innings. But I, it's, it's really questionable why you trust Deakman in that situation. He's a guy who, when you put him in these high-leverage situations, it never really seems to work out whatsoever. So it really doesn't make too much sense to me why Cora keeps on allowing him to go in these situations. Then ultimately in the 10th, this is where everything just blew up. The Angels ended up scoring six total runs in the 10th inning. Uh, to give you a little bit of insight of what happened, Matt Barnes came in, ended up getting two easy outs. Uh, David Fletcher flew out. Then he struck out Jack Mayfield. And then Taylor Ward, a guy who's been super-duper hot for the Angels to start the season, hit a two-run home run to center field to make it 6-4. to four. Then Mike Trout singles. Otani walks. Then ultimately, Sawamora came in. And this is when, in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, this is the sixth guy out of the bullpen for the Red Sox so far. And uh, this is getting pretty ridiculous. Uh, the Sox are already pretty short on arms because they used four guys last night, or excuse me, two nights ago. And I, I just don't. I get, you, you know, you want to minimize the lead uh, that the Angels had to six to four, but then ultimately it didn't work out. Anthony Rendon 
singles to score Mike Trout. And then Jared Walsh comes up clutch once again for the Angels. Hits a three-run home run over the Monster to make it 10-4. to And ultimately, uh, you know, the Red Sox did uh, score uh, to make it 10-5. to but just another really frustrating loss uh, in the extra innings. Uh, another perfect example that this bullpen is as many times as it shows you that it can be reliable at times. Once it gets to the ninth inning, the Red Sox have no answer. Uh, and teams know that. And it, it's really tough as a Sox fan to have any sort of ounce of confidence anybody in this bullpen to go in the ninth and you know as i mentioned last week it's it's pretty ridiculous because the ninth inning is the most important inning of an entire baseball game that's the inning where it all matters that you get a one two three and that you put a zero in the hit column or in the score column uh, especially and it's crazy to me that this is still an issue. This was a question going into the season, and it's still a massive issue for this Red Sox team. But I'm going to talk a little bit more uh, about um, the closer situation in our second segment. But I also wanted to mention as well, a guy who really came into his own in this game, really showed uh, is starting to piece things together, Trevor Story. Uh you know, his his incredible performance kind of got lost into all the craziness that happened tonight. Uh, ended up going, uh, he ended up get, uh, getting two doubles to start the game to drive in three RBIs. And ultimately, when, when in, in the first nine innings, those three RBIs were, were super duper critical. Uh, and he ended up getting his second double in the fifth to drive in Christian Arroyo to break the 2-2 tie and give the Red Sox the lead. But Story's a guy who looked way more comfortable at the plate this morning or uh, last night. And he, I, I noticed that he was being a lot more patient on his pitches. Uh, he did strike out once that there was a questionable call uh, uh, for the third strike. But at the same time, uh, it was it was so close to the zone where uh, you kind of got to swing at those. But it was nice to see Story start to come into his own, start to figure it out at the plate. He's a guy who has struggled mightily to start the season. Makes sense with how much craziness he really had uh, during spring training. For people who don't remember, you know, he ended up having a baby right after he signed with the Red Sox, ended up signing with the Red Sox a little bit later into spring training. Had a much, much, much shortened spring training than uh, really anybody else did, not only on the team, but in the league as well. Uh, and so it's nice to start seeing him figuring it out, especially as a leadoff guy. If he can start piecing some things together, I think that we saw start seeing this Red Sox lineup uh, really start to blossom into what we really hoped that they would be at the start of the season. Uh, but as I mentioned, you know, going into our second segment, I'm going to talk about a little bit more about this closer situation uh, and try and figure out uh, a way to fix it. Also looking at the uh, game three of this Angels series against Shohei Otani versus Rich Hill. First, I just want to talk to you about Blue Nile. So for Mother's Day, whether your mom prefers a statement piece or an everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every mom. So shop high quality classic diamond earrings, elegant tennis bracelets, or gemstone pendant necklaces. And if you're having trouble choosing, go to Blue Nile 
because their jewelry experts are on hand 24-7, available by phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. So this Mother's Day, give your mom something that's a treasure forever with fine jewelry from BlueNile.com. And for Locked On Sports listeners, they get $50 off $500. So this podcast exclusive is only good through Mother's Day. So use the code Locked On. That's code Locked On. And plus, every order is insured, shipped free, and arrives in a discreet packaging that won't give away what is inside. So definitely check out BlueNile.com today to get a piece for your mom that she will never forget. But we want to thank you guys so much for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen of every single day. Now go and check out Locked On Now podcast. They recap MLB games with analysis from our local experts, and they take fans through the season like no other network. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Also check out all the other great podcasts that are on the Locked On Podcast Network, in my opinion, Locked On Podcast Network is the number one spot to find all your sports information. They cover NBA, NFL, MLB, even college as well. And they post podcasts Monday through Friday to give you all the information needed so that you can stay updated on your favorite team. But looking at this Red Sox closing situation, uh, it's really in between Hansel Robles, Jake Diekman, Matt Barnes right now. Uh, None of them I really trust. Uh, Robles is probably the person that I trust the most. Anytime it seems like Diekman or Barnes go in any high leverage situation, they just find a way to blow it up, Uh, especially Diekman. Uh, And and Barnes is really starting to show that, you know, there can't really be any trust in him, especially with what uh, we saw him do tonight. And it's really crazy with, with how much things have changed for Matt Barnes. An all-star closer during the first half uh, gets a nice extension from the Red Sox, $4 million a year. And, you know, now that's really starting to look like a waste of money. And uh, something that I was actually thinking about before I hit record is, uh, you know, everybody wants the Red Sox to extend Bogarts, extend Devers. I get it. Like, those those are the centerpieces, uh, cornerstones of this franchise. I get it. But at the same time, they also need to invest more in this bullpen. There needs to be way more investment in this bullpen. I'm not talking about like $7 million here, $10 million here. Uh, I'm just talking about reliable arms that we can actually trust and put our confidence in night in, night out, and especially a closer. That is so important in this game. And, and the Sox have not had a reliable closer in so long in my opinion ever since Craig Kimbrell and I feel like that's just ridiculous and the stats show it you know really looking at how bad the Red Sox have been uh during those later innings and in that ninth inning specifically they have blown four saves and looking at it Alex Spears posted this uh right after the Red Sox ended up blowing the save there's been 20 blown saves this season the Red Sox have four of them no other team in the league has two if that's not a perfect example of how much the Red Sox need a reliable closer or even just reliever in that ninth inning for for just Red Sox fans' mental health, uh, 
something needs to be fixed. And uh, I said it last week, and I'm going to say it again. This closer by committee is ridiculous, and it's not working out. The stats show it. The wins and loss record shows it. And uh, Heimblum needs to open his eyes. If he's not on the phone right now after this embarrassing loss, because that's what it is, embarrassing. Garrett Whitlock had a no-hitter going into the fourth or after four innings. A perfect game. That's ridiculous. And the Red Sox had the lead 4-3 to three going into the ninth. And they had two outs. And uh, decided to put their trust in Jake Diekman. And I, I can't believe, you know, we have him for another, another year. I, I just don't. I just don't have any trust in Jake Diekman whatsoever. Uh, but this situation needs to be resolved if the Red Sox want to sniff the playoffs. And uh, if they want to get anywhere close to a World Series, uh, and this isn't resolved, uh, I, I, don't, I don't see that being a possibility this season, which is unfortunate because um, that's something that I would want them to make happen more than anything. But, uh, you know, looking at this uh, third game of the Angels series, Rich Hill versus Shohei Otani, hopefully the Sox have tons of motivation going into this game and really have a sour taste in their mouth after this heartbreaking loss. And, uh, you know, hopefully Cora, uh, as much as I respect and love him as a person, as a manager, and I usually trust and respect the heck out of his bullpen decisions, but uh, they just have not been working out so far this season. And uh, he really needs to take a hard look at this bullpen and uh, figure out a better way to use him because it's just not working out so far. And, uh, you know, going into this game, uh, it's interesting to look at the stats with Sho Shohei Otani against the Red Sox. Has made two starts, pitched nine innings. Allowed nine hits, five earned runs, and has only struck an out five. Uh, and he split the two starts that he has um, gone against the Red Sox. And he's never pitched at Fenway Park. So this could be very interesting to see uh, the Sox put on a full display of you know, hitting balls over the fence left and right. That's the hope. That's the goal. Hopefully they come out swinging and hopefully they just put a beat down uh, on the Angels because uh, Sox fans need it. Uh, Yesterday was really tough. And looking at Rich Hill, uh, hopefully he can uh, replicate his great start that he made against the Baltimore Orioles, pitching four innings, only allowing one hit with four strikeouts. Hopefully we can see him uh, have better control, uh, sort of like we saw with the Orioles. We, we, we've seen him uh, sometimes be all over the place, and that's when he allows you know three to four runs here or there. Uh, but hopefully he can come out, show us – uh, that the game against the Orioles wasn't a fluke. And, uh, you know, I would love to say if he pitches great that the Red Sox are going to win. But uh, with how this bullpen has been lately and uh, with absolutely zero closer and no confidence in anybody going in that ninth inning, I guess we, I guess we can just cross our fingers and uh, hope and pray that uh, – the Sox miraculously just put up 10 runs and, uh, you know, we, 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 we just, we just throw somebody out there in the ninth and hopefully they actually, uh, shut the door. But, um, 
as you can tell, I, that was really tough loss. I am just not over this right now. Uh, but I would love to hear what you guys think. If you have not yet, uh, follow us on Twitter. It's LO underscore Red Sox. Uh, but I'm going to do a little bit of a mental health minute uh, going into our third and final segment. But I just want to take a second to talk to you about Athletic Greens. Um, so this is a product that I've literally used every single day uh, over the last month or two. Um, this is something that has been a huge factor for me uh, in my health and especially my gut health. I'm somebody who has had stomach issues over the last four years or so. There, there was times where in the morning I wouldn't really have any appetite. It was really difficult for me to eat. I had stomach aches all throughout the day. And um, Athletic Greens is, is a great way to not only get better gut health, uh, but also optimize your immune system, get better sleep, and just feel healthier. Because it's pretty crazy. With just one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and, and, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. And as I mentioned, I've been using this for a few months now, and it honestly makes me feel great to start the day. It's it's a perfect uh, way to uh, you know start your stomach right because you actually you actually take this before you eat any food whatsoever on empty stomach, and it coats your stomach to make sure that uh, you're getting the healthiest vitamins and minerals uh, in your body to start the day, uh, and. What's crazy is that it's also cheaper than getting all those different supplements yourself. So now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of a cup of water in a cup of water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all I have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And I also want to talk to you about Bet Online. So, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, and this weekend's Run to the Roses as the Kentucky Derby is back. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. So as I mentioned, we're going to do a little bit of a mental health minute, especially since it's Mental Health Awareness Month this month of May. Your mental health is so important to focus on. And it not only helps you um, live each day a little bit fuller, because we only really get every single once if we want to get deep here. But uh, as tough as it has been to watch the Red Sox over the last two weeks, uh, it's, it's, it's so important not to attach so much of your emotions and uh, your mood on something like the Red Sox. I'm, I do this a lot. 
and it's very tough for me to uh, um, to not attach my emotions to a team that I love so much and that I'm obsessed with. But um, being able to take that time to be alone with yourself, really understand what you're grateful for is so important. And also something else that I wanted to mention, especially with it being Mental Health Awareness Month this month, is that so important to sometimes just reach out to your friends and let you know that and let them know how grateful that you are to have them in your life and that you love them. That is so important because, you know, when you send that person a message, they could be really going through a tough time. You know, they could be having a really bad day. And that message could, you know, change their whole day around, change their whole mood around. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned, we get every second once. And so it's so important for you to take advantage of every single second that you have on this earth because we don't know how long we're going to be on this journey. We really don't. You know, I, I could get into a car crash tomorrow. Who knows? Knock on wood. I really hope I don't. But that's just the reality. And um, being able to take that time to focus on your mental health and uh, make sure that you're good upstairs is uh, is one of the most important things, I, th- I think, uh, in life. And, um, you know, if, if you're ever struggling or if you're ever going through a tough time um, and you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to, you can always reach out to me. Um, you, connect, you can connect with me on Twitter at Jake um, it's not it's not like a shameless plug or anything like that. That's just a really easy way to reach out to me. I'm also on Instagram too. Um, but never feel alone. You're enough. You're loved. And um, there's people who really care about you. So e- even, even though it's been a tough night, I'm recording this on a Wednesday night uh, with the Red Sox loss. Uh, I'm, I'm still so, so grateful. Um, for everybody that listens to this podcast on a daily basis and um, for anybody that supports Lauren and I, it, it really does mean the world to both of us uh, that even if you're just listening right now, if you've taken one second out of your life to listen and engage on Lockdown Red Sox podcast or Lockdown Red Sox Twitter, um, it really does mean the world to us. So we really do appreciate it. But uh, that's it for this episode. Um, and we greatly appreciate everybody for making Locked On Red Sox your first listen of every single day. So make your second listen Locked On MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, please call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And as I mentioned as well, go over and give Locked On Red Sox a follow. It's LO underscore Red Sox. We post daily Red Sox content to keep you updated and informed on your favorite team. Also follow myself. It's at Jake Iggy, as well as my co-host, Lauren. It's La La La, three laws, Lauren with four R's. But we greatly appreciate everybody tuning in. As always, we hope that you have a great rest of your day. And as I always end it, as tough as it is to say this, I'll always love the boys. Let's. Go socks. Peace.